Good morning, Olivia. It's Oscars Sunday. How are you doing? I I'm all right. I'm I'm interested to see what happens with the Oscars. How are you doing? Doing great. It's been a great weekend. Watched Minari in the finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier last night. What a what a what a way to spend your time. Yeah. Honestly, great, great pairing. Yeah. You, would, you wouldn't think it, but it's a great pairing. It back kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see you got you got a cup of coffee right there. I do. I see you have one as well. I do. It has a does yours have anything on it? Mine has a fox on it. Oh, that's cool. See? Mine uh mine is speckled and it has the Nike. Did they did they give it. you that? Uh yeah. So when I worked there, they like had this thing where you could like basically kind of like earn points and cash those points in for various stuff so i have actually two nike mugs um nice Nice. yeah yeah. you know what i would if they allowed it to be cashed in i would get like the biggest pack of like just white socks with the black (laughs) swish swoosh you Uh, say swoosh swoosh yeah nike swoosh yeah yeah um swishes basketball it's early in the morning yeah no, it's okay. It's early in the morning. I don't know what time you went to bed last night after we recorded, but I ended up watching The Sound of Metal last night. Oh man. And it was which was really good. Devastating though. <laughs> oh man. It just it was devastating. That's yep. a good word for it. Yep. So yeah, it it was so good. Riz Ahmed is wonderful. So mm. is Olivia Cook. I've I've really like liked olivia cook over the years she she was in bates motel which i watched the first few seasons really i didn't know she was in that yeah yeah she was in that she played one of uh like nor like really norman's only friend from school so okay have you seen psycho i have not i really would like to watch it i'd be interested to hear what you think about it because i haven't seen bates motel but i have seen psycho okay yeah is it three seasons or four seasons it's uh i don't know i didn't fit i've never finished it i've like started it twice and just haven't finished it not because i wasn't interested in it but because i was either in school or it was mostly because i was in school i think those are the reasons why i've never finished it so that makes sense maybe i should revisit it yeah yeah but um yeah i want to watch base or sorry not base motel but psycho because it's I mean, it's all it's honestly good. good. I've seen it twice since mm-hmm. Jessica and I got married, and it it holds up kind of in that in that way of you know you can tell that a movie from that time period is trying new things, and mm-hmm. um, the I, a lot of people cite the end as like the worst part because they explain every single thing. Oh, okay, like, thrillers of that time were just totally uncommon, and so. I, I I don't know whether or not off the top of my head that the studio forced Hitchcock to like okay you have to explain what happened because it's it doesn't really make sense unless you explain it and then it kind of mm. takes a lot of air out of the the shock of the final moments. Okay, uh, but anyway, it's still really good. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, I would like to watch it. I don't know if it's str- is it streaming on anything. No, I think you have to rent it, rent it, but you can get it for just a couple bucks on Amazon. I was going to say, it's not going to be that, that expensive. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um, you want to jump in? Episodes four through six, do a quick recap, and then spend as much time as we can talking about the finale? Yeah, before before we do that, I just want to make sure everyone knows this is a layover episode. Yes. Which, 
we need to come up with something catchy, like a, a one-liner thing for that. But uh, if you're listening to this episode, like I said, it's layover episode. It's going to be unedited. There might be weird noises that you don't normally hear in our our other episodes. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like a dog barking. Like a dog barking or in our cat Oscars meowing. Episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's just a sneak peek into... What well, goes on? Hurley Hurley hasn't barked yet on mic, right? Uh, Maybe if he has, know. I don't think I've heard it or remember. Okay, that's good. He has definitely barked in some of the Zoom meetings I've had for like work, um, but those aren't being recorded. So it's my parents' dog barked in the Oscars episode. Just oh yeah, randomly. yeah. Just randomly, like in the house, nothing's happening, and he just sticks his head up and. dogs do that hurley hurley will bark at nothing he'll just bark at the door it's the protector in him it is he is vicious oh yeah i believe it It, anyway anyway back to falcon and winter soldier which is why we're here uh yeah let's you want to give a summary of what happened in the last through what the last half of the show last oh yeah and i just want to say that this show or this these three episodes have completely done a 180 for me personally. On yeah. My feelings of this overall story. Um, and I, I, I'm, I don't know if the same is true for you, but yeah, let's start on episode four and we'll just kind of hit all the main points and mm-hmm. chit chat. And then we'll, I really like the finale and yeah. it's it has some really important moments that we can kind of camp out on then we'll hit some other mcu news and call it good sound good all right let's let's do it okay episode four the whole world is watching um so the this is the episode this is the episode where everything turned for me obviously this has the, the crazy finale that's strangely strangely intense and violent in a lot of people i saw on twitter we're saying that this fee, this episode felt the most like the winner in this, the winter soldier, mm-hmm. yeah, 2000, I think that 14. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 2000 is to winter soldier was 2014. I'm pretty sure it was 14. Yeah. You are, you are correct. Um, and I, what I liked about this episode was that you get good character development, but also you get very little, other than where where are they? Are they in Latvia in this episode? I'm pretty sure they're in Latvia. Are they? Sure, that sounds right. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not even okay. going to try to remember. The one of my <laughs> one of my big problems with this series is that it would jump around at important moments and didn't let things cook and develop. In this episode, it felt like Battlestar and Captain America are in Latvia. And you get some really good conversations with them. It's just like a couple minutes, but mm-hmm. this is the episode before Battlestar, spoiler, gets killed by Carly. He tell uh, John Walker asks him if he would take the serum, if he was able to, and he's like, "Hell's yeah!" And he said, and John Walker said, "Are you not? Are you not concerned that it would change you?" And Battlestar Lamar says. I feel like the ser- I think the serum just makes you more of you, which is a really good kind of like internal commentary on s- an important theme of the movie, which is power and how you 
take responsibility for power and how you represent power, like in Captain America's case to the American government and how Steve did that so well because he made his own decisions knowing that they would reflect on the government, but he didn't have like political motives in mind only. He like made decisions on a case by case basis, which made him so great. So um, I really appreciated that about this episode. Just you weren't jumping around to Madripoor and then like, Oh, here's a conversation here. And here's what's happening with the flag smashers because they're all kind of centrally located. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're all, I think this is really the only time in the series besides the finale where they're all in one spot the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, um, yeah. And then, and then this, how did you react during the scene where, the Dora Milaje, is that how you say it? Dora Milaje? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dora Milaje. When they when they just kick John Walker's booty. I was I was like uh, awesome. I loved every second of it. Yeah, because uh yeah. AO is it's AO, it's not IO, right? I believe it's AO, yeah. Yeah. So AO, I, I thought she was a great character. Um mm-hmm. this was that was a really fun scene where she just kind of yeah yeah she throws I really the like spear where... and pins his arm in the shield to uh-huh. the table. that's really cool uh someone i there was a in that that particular scene where um she's just just kicking john walker his he's just being the crap she's just being the crap out of him as she should have because he in that moment, he very much represented um, kind of this idea of like colonization, uh, which is extremely course, condescending and like puts his hand yeah, on her shoulder. Yeah, super condescending and and like uh, you guys don't have jurisdiction here. And she goes, "The Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje find themselves to be." And I was just Great like, quote. "Oh, she's about to just destroy him, and it's going to be amazing." And it was. Um, and I thought it was really funny when Bucky goes, looking strong, John, <laughs> as, like, as, uh, as Sam is like, we've got to do something. And, and Bucky's like, no, he's doing great. I um, love, I love, uh, two things that they, the door, the introduction of the door melage, there's like a little stinger right at the end of episode three, where you realize the AO's coming to mm-hmm. find and kill Zemo because, he or maybe not kill but taken prisoner mm-hmm. because he is responsible for the killing of king tachaka mm-hmm. in civil war um and uh, what you said about sam is awesome because it highlights like it, throughout these three episodes i realized this this show this series is about sam yeah Bucky kind of gets the shaft in some ways he's kind of gets a good arc but really for the most part it could have just been about Sam. Yes. Um, and, and Sam saying, hey, we got to help him or we got to make sure that at least no one gets killed shows how good a person <laughs> Sam is. Yeah. Um, and then it also, this is kind of the beginning of the conversation of, you know, the idea of, of vibranium well mm-hmm. the, sh- the, uh, the idea of the shield the shield is made of vibranium vibranium right. is from Wakanda 
And the symbol of Captain America is something that isn't inherently American. And this yes. is kind of where that conversation starts with uh, uh, the Dormelage dismantling Bucky's vibranium arm mm-hmm. and holding the shield. Very cool, iconic moments. Yes. And it symbolizes, hey, America is not like America. America's history is complex and tainted and mm-hmm. has its roots in Africa, which I thought was very clever and kind of understated in some ways. Yes. Yeah. I There was a lot of discussion on Twitter about uh, about the scene where she basically dismantles Bucky's arm and he he loses it and um some some people were like well that's that's wrong because uh that just proves that they they didn't trust Bucky even though they they're the ones who basically unbrainwashed him right they didn't trust him and and I I was curious what your thoughts like did you think that was the case or what what do you think was the purpose in them basically having that uh fail switch i answer your question with a question is the beginning of this episode showing them helping him become unbrainwashed i, I think th- it i is. think yeah i think that's in this episode yes it, it has to Which have been this think, episode yes because the beginning of truth is when they have that big fight yes um with yeah. john walker um i don't think it is because i think it kind of it kind of reinforces the the fact that they helped mm-hmm. Bucky rid himself of the trauma mm-hmm. or, or basically the hold that these code words in the programming of the Winter Soldier yeah. had in him. And that was that was some like a ama- that was a really tender, impactful mm-hmm. scene where they're sitting around the fire saying the words to him. And Sebastian Stan, that's like some <laughs> some of the best acting yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Him. I was very I was really impressed and I was like like next to Scott Lang reuniting with his daughter and then some like the scenes at the end of Endgame and then I'm trying to think of like other like that's among the best acting I've seen in the MCU mm-hmm. as far as like you know a character kind of redeeming himself yeah. and yeah so um but yeah I, I I don't think it is because I think that they they helped mm-hmm. him. He's like indebted to them in in a lot of ways, but in some ways, he's indebted to them permanently. Yeah. Um, because in the in that moment, they're at odds with him. It's like it's kind of like this material, which is from our soil, mm-hmm. which we gave to you, which is kind of like limitless value in some ways. Yeah. Like in some ways, like the shield is. Like, don't forget where this came from. Don't forget where. Like this isn't yours. This isn't right. a part of you in the same way that like your other arm is a part of you. So I don't know. I just I fall on that side of the discussion. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. No, I agree with you. I don't think it's because they didn't trust him. I think it it um was really to show like, hey, we we gave this to you, we can take it back. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those I brought you into this world and I can take you out type things. Uh, I, I don't think it was. That's a great comparison. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it was, we don't trust you. I think it's, Hey, you can do whatever you want. If you cross us, we will take it back. And and that's kind of, I mean, the whole point of them showing up was because they knew 
he more or less got Zemo out of prison and Zemo killed their king. So they're they're gonna do whatever it takes to get their own justice for their yep. own king. And if that means <laughs> taking Bucky's arm or, or fighting Bucky, then then they'll do it. They don't that's fine. That's fine with them. And so I don't think it was, well, we don't trust you anymore. I think it was, you know we're just we're going to take it back because you have you have crossed us in this moment not to say that they're going to always clearly as the show goes on clearly they're not holding this against him forever but anyway so true um so after that john walker and battlestar are like oh shoot that was crazy and john walker especially is very (laughs) embarrassed that he got beat by someone uh i feel like he wouldn't have been it but uh two women or three women mm-hmm. and also that they're not super soldiers because i think he let himself have some grace whenever they got beat in that first fight in episode two with the flag smashers on the trucks that, mm-hmm. I, that i was not a fan of but um after that he's like they weren't even super soldiers and then that's when the conversation happens with him and lamar about the serum and then fast forward to uh them meeting up with carly oh zemo escapes during that fight escapes and does sam say i can't believe uh zemo would el chapo or would pull an el chapo which i thought was super funny and it kind of like it's kind of a throwaway line you have to like pay attention yeah but bucky's like i can uh so it's just i love that that was a great line it was really good. Yeah, I laughed really hard at that. My this has nothing to do with anything, but my brother was obsessed with El Chapo, and he he would call his cat El Chapo. That's a it's honestly a great name for a cat. He was really mad that my mom wouldn't let let him name the cat El Chapo, <laughs> but he still called him that. Uh, so um, after that, they rendezvous. They find a meeting place with Carly. Mm-hmm. Sam convinces. John. John. Actually, this okay, this episode is confusing because they they meet up with Carly and then she gets away. And they meet up and with then, her again. And then the scene happens with AO. Mm-hmm. And Zemo escapes and then they meet up with her again. That's right. Then it's kind of like I forgot that that, that uh progression is kind of strange. But yes, in this in this scene, Zemo's not there. Um, Walker shows up and they have a big fight and he oh I'm like jumping all over the place but like they find all the serum and Zemo destroys it which is true to his character except there's one yes. left that was a great scene yeah. I thought that he was going to take it for a second but then he he destroys all of them which I thought was really cool mm-hmm. um, Walker finds Walker knocks him out with the shield finds the serum, puts it in his pocket, and then you realize later that he's taken it. Yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. everyone realized later in that that final confrontation with Carly and the Flag Smashers that he had taken it. Um, he's like bending wrought iron metal yeah, pillars. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but Sam tries to go in and reason with Carly by himself. Is that this scene? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, yeah. And... And something that I saw a comparison on um, 
I don't remember if it's this episode or a different episode, but at one point Sam says she's just a kid talking about Carly because she, I mean, she's young. She's significantly younger than the rest of them, right? Like she's, she's probably closer to our age. Um, And then there's an, I believe it's in Captain America Civil War. It had to have been Captain America Civil War. Um, They're all talking about Wanda and, and Steve Rogers goes, but she's just a kid. Mm -hmm. And and so someone had made that comparison on on Twitter, and I thought that was really a really great uh, comparison. Although I don't want to keep comparing Sam to Steve because they're different people with different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that was like he's he's he wants to see the good in everyone. And yeah. some people were calling Sam naive. I I saw yesterday some people were calling Sam naive on Twitter, and. I don't know if he's naive as much as he's just really hopeful, but I think he's realistic too. Yep. Once, once you remember that Sam, Sam's whole deal is that he counseled, uh, he, he was kind of like a mentor and counselor for soldiers with PTSD Mm -hmm. and he, and that's built into his psyche, like this patience of like bearing Mm -hmm. with these people who are hurting yeah he he just has this level of empathy that probably exceeds even steve's um probably so, yeah probably yeah um yeah and that i think is what one of the things i love about sam and his character the most is that he has that experience and that's not something that a lot of people have mm-hmm. in the mcu is this level of patience yep. um and so he is able to to sit there and and listen to people talk about these horrific experiences they have, yes. and that's it's difficult. It's really hard to do that, and also still be hopeful because uh, that that can really weigh you down. Yep. So um, anyway. rounding out this episode, the Zemo after their first confrontation, he's laying with a uh, like a like an ice or like a warm towel or cold towel or something on his face like around mm-hmm. his eyes which i thought was really funny because he's just like man that was exhausting i'm just gonna take a breather real quick <laughs> he asks sam would you take the serum if you could just like out of the blue yeah and sam goes nope i wouldn't With do it no hesitation no hesitation and he goes no hesitation it's like that's very good I'm, I'm very impressed and then later john walker takes it to which sam once he realizes that he has unnatural strength he goes what did you do? And uh, then John Walker proceeds to kill the flag smasher. I'm assuming like he cut his head off, right? I, I mean, we don't see what happens. He, he thinks that this is the flag smasher that killed um, Lamar. Well, I feel like he knows that he knows that it isn't because he saw Carly hit Lamar, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah, he yeah. did see that. And he's just so angry. He's just angry. And so, yeah, I I assume he probably cut off his head yeah. with the shield, which is terrifying. Like, I can't imagine witnessing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that was also that I, I thought about was like, there had never been blood on the shield before. Yeah. And I think... Big Homelander vibes. Yeah, big Homelander vibes. I think that had, had the, like, they actually probably edited this Captain America. I almost said Marvel. Captain America 
realistically like those scenes realistically there probably would have been blood i mean there's just no way he hits people in the nose and there's like no blood that comes out right oh yeah for sure but but for the purposes of the mcu there had never been blood on the shield before and so that was really significant Mm -hmm. and so john goes and unhinged and the whole world the whole world is watching that's episode of the or the title of the episode and he's standing there with blood all over him right at the end and it's kind of like oh shoot they just did that so (laughs) and it's and it's cool i i I really appreciate it and that's where i was i realized that the the last two episodes were probably going to be better than the Mm -hmm. first three um okay so truth episode five Mm -hmm. the big big fight before they reveal the title of the series with between sam john walker and bucky bucky yeah it's pretty cool uh sam's wings get cut off Mm -hmm. uh they are all bruised and battered and uh bucky breaks john's arm which was it was just a this is a really visceral yeah it was vicious fight which i liked (laughs) yeah um Um, yeah and he i don't know it was just it was a really good fight i really liked that fight scene um and was it Bucky? Bucky walks away at the end. Like he's over it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like an emotional breaking point for, yeah. for him. Sam is like still holding on, but I mean, it's demoralizing. Cause it's like, we didn't like this guy to begin with, but we didn't think he was going to do something this bad. Right. And now we have like, and they go to him. They're like, you made a mistake, man. You just got to own up to it. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't deserve the shield. So got to give it to me and um that's where you know sam ends up taking it but bucky's so mad that he just kind of he leaves sam there but then he comes back later when sam is in louisiana so so after that there it goes straight to walker being kind of discharged without benefits from the military which is pretty big big deal pretty extreme the thing that the thing that's cool about I love Wyatt Russell. I'm really glad that he's going to be a continuing character in this series because he brings this cool energy um, that is pretty unique as a, as an actor and and as a performer, but he basically puts the uh, American industrial or military industrial complex on trial for like screaming in his, his, uh, hearing about how the american military made him they made him Mm -hmm. to kill that's why he killed in that moment um and you feel bad for him it's complex it's not it's like you know that it's not right that he did that but also there are a lot of it's more a political thing that he's not getting any benefits now because he killed someone on camera on multiple yeah (laughs) Yeah, because I, I, I wonder, and I'm sure this was probably a, a common thought for a lot of people. Maybe it was, I don't know. But I was I was wondering, like, would it have, like, would it have turned out differently for him if he hadn't done it in front of people, like, in that square, that public square? Like, had he killed that, that guy in the, um, the warehouse or wherever they were while they were having that fight? would it 
would this have happened? And because I don't think the, it would have. Right. Because at the beginning of this episode, he's like flipping out. He's like, oh, shoot. I can't believe yeah. I did that. And the, he's like screaming. He's like, obviously, so dis- distraught that Lamar is dead. But he also knows that he, he done messed up yeah. big time. So right after his hearing, we get the big reveal of Julia Louis-Dreyfus as uh, Valentina de... Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, which is such a name. You can call um, me Val, but don't call me Val. Yeah. Uh, I, I, thought that was, I thought that was a good moment in the last yeah. moments of episode six. Okay. You did this research. I knew nothing about this character. So do you want to kind of give a little background on who she is in the comics and what we might expect from her moving forward? And I think that she might have frozen. I'm just going to keep going. So Valentina in the comics comes from a super wealthy European family. Her parents were killed while aiding. Part of S.H.I.E.L.D.? What just happened? I don't know. Were you? I don't know. We'll see what the audio does in that moment. Okay. Because it's still recording, but it completely cut out for a second. Yeah. Yeah. That was really weird. Uh, no one else is logging on on a Sunday morning, but uh, just, yeah, just us losers. So just us. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so she was part of Shield and quickly rose to the ranks. She apparently was a romantic partner of Furies. Uh, so we'll see if that comes into play at all. Uh, we have to she, see them on screen together. <laughs> I, I want to see them on screen together so badly. She becomes a S.H.I.E.L.D. Liaison, liaison to the UK and works with a lot of the like uh, English superheroes. At one point, she becomes the leader of what's called the Fem Force, and that's like an all-female assault team. And at another point in time, Sharon Carter, who we've sort of seen throughout this series, uh, becomes the leader. Or, sorry, Sharon Carter was the og leader of the fem force um so we'll see she apparently was this character val was apparently supposed to show up uh, in black widow first but but i mean because that has been pushed back because of covid and everything we didn't see her in that i don't know if she's still going to be in that um It'll be that clear connection once people see that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vanity Fair, there's a Vanity Fair article I read that suggests uh, that Val might eventually take over the mantle of Madame Hydra. I don't know if they're still going to incorporate Hydra. I mean, they kind of talked about Hydra in this series, but I don't know if they they are ready to move past Hydra or not. Um, Madame Hydra is eventually revealed to be a Russian sleeper agent, which would make that connection to Black Widow. So gotcha. who knows? They're, they, this article also suggested that the MCU is going to do their own Thunderbolts team. And the Thunderbolts are a team of superheroes that are mostly reformed villains. Uh, Zemo at one point has been a part of the Thunderbolts, as has mm-hmm. um, Thaddeus Ross, the general that we've met throughout the this mcu series other big characters are the winter soldier luke cage deadpool electra juggernaut punisher um ghost rider hawkeye norman osborne uh 
Yelena's Black Widow, which is Florence mm-hmm. Pugh, Florence Pugh is playing her in the Black Widow movies. Florence so. Plouffe. Florence Plouffe. Florence Plouffe. I think, <laughs> I, think it, I think it'll be interesting if they yeah. can but I, I mean, some people said Dark Avengers, right? Like yeah, the fact that yeah. there's this is a this is a postmodern like or postmodern post blip society and things are getting right. complex and which would make sense with I I don't know much about like this is go jumping ahead a little bit but uh to the final uh, finale but whenever she dubs Walker as U.S. agent um he would almost kind of be like the dark avengers version of captain america um i don't know if that happens in the comics but and that doesn't mean anything if it does or doesn't but anyways Uh, yeah quick quick kind of comment on that i think that this this series sets up obviously that aspect but they also kind of set up this sharon carter to be a i i mean like i don't see how she's going to be a good i think that she's going to be kind of neutral at some points moving forward but her reveal is the power broker Mm -hmm. at the end of episode six kind of signifies that she she said like hey i'm going to trade u.s secrets for Mm -hmm. benefits and you know that kind of thing which i think is a specific you know condemnation of, of american espionage and that kind of thing which i think will be really interesting to see on screen Um, yeah so you get those like she's not allied with val necessarily but i think their interests will align at different points right Um, so i I, i'm very i'm very interested to see how they kind of how they kind of continue to critique Mm-hmm. specific aspects of the american industrial complex yeah i think i think sharon carter is going to be more of a anti-hero like she'll help out when she wants to but if it doesn't necessarily align with her interests i don't think she's gonna help out when she really right it, unless she like needs to unless it's gonna help her some way yeah and and so. julia and val kind of saying they're gonna be missions that don't that can't be accomplished by captain america like a u.s right. agent does that the whole i feel like the whole point or the whole spirit in which she's saying that is like there's like we're gonna need some zero dark 30 type missions and some like uh bush era interrogations that are not gonna be very uh desirable if they see the light of day so so i'm pretty pretty interested to see what happens there um okay so moving on with episode five I mean, episode five, like a lot of character development happens. It's a yes. cool breathing moment. Um, Sam visits Isaiah Bradley. They talk about like the shield and and Isaiah Bradley tells him like what happened to him, which mm-hmm. was pretty powerful and is representative of a lot of the um, experiences that African-American soldiers had uh coming home from serving in world war ii and in vietnam and it's pretty i I thought it was good i thought it was kind of impressive how they handled this and how Mm -hmm. it was like one generation of you know veteran talking to another and it builds 
it really effectively builds to Sam's decision in the final moments of the episode to become Captain America. Yes. Um, it, it was a really powerful scene. Um, and, and I think that I think you, you make a good point. Like it, I think helped Sam have some sort of um, really make his decision on, on whether or not he was going to be Captain America. Um, and like I said, I, I saw people saying like, well, Sam's naive on, on social media. And, and I think that we can make that argument if we really wanted to, but I think especially after this conversation he has with Isaiah Bradley, I think he, he really wants to change the narrative because I I've seen where a lot of people, or I've had conversations with people who are like, you know, I, I love the fact that I live in America. I love that I, I can be American, but America doesn't love me. And um, I think that that's, I think that's something that Sam really wants to try to change of like, we like, and he says this in the final episode, like, you know, like we, we built, we bled for this. Like we, we built this place and, and he's right. And yeah. so uh, I think, I think Bradley, Isaiah Bradley is, is absolutely like, I, I think he's, he's right to, to feel that way. Like I, I can't, I mean, I can't speak to any of this as, as a white person um, and I'm not trying to. So I, I think yeah, that he, same is very much justified in, in the way he feels because I I imagine I would feel very similar. Yeah. You get a reconciliation moment between Sam and Bucky when Bucky comes to help mm-hmm. them rebuild the boat, which I thought was cool. And then they have some good conversation. And he, he kind of finally... <laughs> uh, he finally lays down all his frustration with Bucky mm-hmm. and speaks to him in that caring, empathetic way that he spoke to a lot of, you know, veterans in Winter mm-hmm. Soldier and says like, man, you gotta, like, even though you're doing stuff and crossing names off your list, you're still laden with guilt and you gotta mm-hmm. like do the work. Um, and we yeah. see Bucky do that in the last moments of episode six, mm-hmm. which I thought was great. And then he, yeah. Bucky, Bucky apologizes. He apologizes for himself, but also he's like, I know that Steve didn't understand what it meant when he gave you the shield and I was too hard on you um, and on the decision you made to give it up. So yeah, really and, cool scene. and he also says like, that's the closest thing I have left to family, yeah. which I think is why at the beginning of the episode, after the fight, he, he's so exasperated when he walks away because he knows that's that's the closest that that represents the closest thing he has to family at this point Mm -hmm. everyone he knows has has died because he's 120 years old He's, he's old he's old and um he hasn't really had time to make friends because he was brainwashed as the winter soldier for so long and then he had to go be an Avenger. And so he hasn't really had time to, to make friends or, or be a person. Mm-hmm. And, and so he doesn't 
have anyone. Even though, I mean, he has, as we ha come to see, he has Bucky, but they they were always, they were only friends for because of a mutual friend, right? Like, and, and it's cool to see that those walls come down. come down. Yeah, and so, you know, you can you can tell Bucky is finally not angry at Sam for giving up the shield anymore yeah. in this scene, which was really, really cool to see. Because I think that often we view these superheroes as being superheroes who kind of have it all together, but clearly they don't. And I, I mean, we can make the argument that other MCU characters don't have it all together. Wanda. Um, but very, I feel like very rarely we see them have this like moment where they are just kind of laying it all out there and kind of like clearing the air and, and apologizing, which I think is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. so anyway yes great point um other things that happened in this episode bucky gives up zemo and kind of and that was that was an interesting kind of subtle turning point for his character too that he's like i'm not controlled by that anymore i'm not the winter soldier i'm i'm different mm -hmm. and he is hanging over the door melage and they take him to the raft um it would have been safer if they just took him into their custody. You know I know. I, mean? I just, I was and like, I feel like they would have break out somehow. I feel like they would have done that. So. Yeah. Why did they take him to the raft? Why didn't, I don't know. I don't, I, cause I, when I, when, when we see him again in the final, the finale, uh, and he's in the raft, I was like, what is he doing there? Yeah. I have no idea. They, they should have taken him to Wakanda. Yeah. Um, and it, it feels more like it, it feels like the Wakandans are smart enough to know, like, I mean, we're still, we still have pretty strong borders and we don't let people in and out. Right. And this guy's really bad and we have a personal grudge against him. So we're going to keep a really close eye on him. Right. But they, that decision is not made in the series. So, yeah. Um, so that happens. The last thing so whenever AO is leaving, Bucky says, I have one more favor for you. And then you realize that uh, whenever he, he shows up. Yeah. He shows up. He has a, he has a briefcase and it has Falcon's new gear with the Captain mm -hmm. America symbol on it, which is also, you know, a cool moment that like Bucky had already known, Bucky knew that he wasn't worthy to hold the shield even though i think he he doesn't admit it but he would want to he would have right if steve had given him the shield so he understood the symbolic gesture of that so he he knew that he just had to give sam time and that he would pick up the mantle which uh, mm -hmm. which happens off screen uh, at the end of this episode and sam says to what's his sister's name Rachel? Sarah. Sarah. Um, he says, what would, when talking about Isaiah Bradley, what would be all the point of the pain and suffering if I wasn't able, if I wasn't going to continue fighting, which is extremely noble and extremely like, yeah, like you got to keep going. Um, and that's something that him and Steve Rogers share. Like, and, he, and then he says it, that's a good segue into episode six when he's fighting Carly and she's like, she knocks him down. She's like, stay down. He's like, no, 
and that's a totally Steve Rogers energy. I'm gonna yeah, keep back I was, I, I'm really, I kind of half expected them. I'm kind of glad they didn't. It would have been a, a cool callback though. Um, if he had said, I can do this all day. Right. Like yeah. I'm kind of glad that they didn't write that line in, but I wouldn't have been too upset about it. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So did we miss anything else in episode five? Do we cover everything? Probably, but who knows? We can keep going. I feel okay. like we hit yeah. all the really important stuff. Yeah. Episode six starts and it's pretty thrilling. You get the helicopter chase scene. It starts off with a bang. Uh, yeah. And shows up immediately in the new costume or new suit. And it, it looks, looks so good. pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I was hoping, cause I've seen some of the like comic book uh, sketches of him as Captain America. And I was really hoping it was going to be that suit. Mm-hmm. Like I was hoping that's what it was going to look like. Yeah. It's cool. Like mostly yeah. white, but then you have the blue star. Mm-hmm. And then I think they just let the red be on the shield, um, which is cool. And the shield like connects magnetically to his Evo pack, or I just call it a jetpack because that's what it is. But um, he, so the the episode episode five ends with the flag smashers invading the global repatriation councils meeting that will critically affect a bunch more people, and so they take a bunch of people hostage. Uh, Bucky and Sam show up and they're working together with Sharon who shows up with some kind of uh, face disguising technology. Mask, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Which we've seen again. before. I can't remember. Like that wasn't new to the MCU and I can't remember when that has been brought up. It's like previously. Mission Impossible energy. Yeah, but I can't, I, I can't remember when it's used other, I know it's used at another point. It doesn't matter. Moving yeah. on. Um, and yeah, and then, so you get some fight scenes and John Walker shows up and you're like, oh shoot. And then he like, kind of, he doesn't redeem himself, but he kind of redeems himself. Like he, He, his, he has a cool head. He has a level head. Now that like he has Valentina who is like, Hey, I got your back. You did the right thing or, or not that you did the right thing, but they're being too hard on you. And yeah. uh, he shows up and he saves a ton of people. Um, yeah. Cause he, he works with them. Yes. He does work with them. And cause there's that one scene and I, I was like, Oh, he's going to make, he's going to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the, the truck full of the GRC like ambassadors or whatever is like tilting, teetering. You don't know if it's mm-hmm. going to fall or not. And then there's the flag smashers and he like it i was fully expecting him to go after the flag smashers and, and just like yeah try to kill them but he he does the the quote-unquote heroic thing and and tries to um save the truck full of people until he's knocked off the the railing by mm. the flag smashers um so and then sam yeah. ends up coming in to actually yes. save yes save that um yes which i was thinking about that sam has to be incredibly strong and i know like in episode five they have that whole like training montage yeah um but like that dude has to be really strong as just a regular human 
because he was able to like I know he had the jetpack helping him I was just thinking about the physics of this yeah but I was just like how is he able to do all that and and he's like able to hold his own against these super soldiers I was like how is he doing that they do convince that they convince you that like you know he is strong enough and trained with the shield and agile enough to avoid the super soldiers but the if they didn't have that quick little cutaway where the tiny jets come out from his backpack and assist mm-hmm. in pushing the truck yeah. up i would have been like okay i i get that he's strong but like you right. can't you have the force of the jetpack behind you mm-hmm. and then you have your arms which are like even if you're really strong like you can't right. like you know uh, right. push against the front grill at that probably five or six ton truck right (laughs) that's got like 10 people in it yeah but we're 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 nitpicking here we are nitpicking it's but we both did think about that like "Eh, that doesn't really make sense but it's okay yeah but it's okay Uh, this is not where i'm gonna be like out of all the things in the mcu this is the one that makes the least sense yeah seriously so um so what okay i feel like more happens here but so sharon and bucky go sharon bucky and sam follow carly into into like some some construction site yeah Yeah. and and john walker goes with them too right right they kind of like all right we're gonna work with you again because yeah we just saw you do something good so yeah and i think sharon was already down there anyway Mm-hmm. But Sam, Bucky, and John go down there, and Sam sees that they split up. John starts to take the lead on one one direction, and Bucky's like, "I'll go with him," and they go together, and they pull a really like smart maneuver of like luring the flag smashers with their dumb app, <laughs> with their dumb app, and they're like, "It was funny because both John and, and Bucky were like, this is a great app. This, this is a great app.' <laughs> yeah." Um, and, Which and I thought was super smart, like honestly. Right. And John Walker's like, all right, I'll, like it, it's just he's being jovial, and you know, uh, I don't know. It's Which it's cool. I think. Oh, shows... he quotes Am- Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Bucky's like, really, Abraham Lincoln? Um, and he's like, hey, he was great. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think this shows that John Walker is is actually probably genuinely a good person. But the serum just makes whatever emotion he has even more so. Mm-hmm. So when he's angry and wanting, you know, to seek revenge for Lamar's death, that just makes him even more like angry, like angrier than he would have been. Yep. Um, so we'll see if if he continues to. Be, I feel like he'll be more like an anti-hero or a villain at some point. Um, so then, but. so meanwhile, like while that, ha- while they captured that big group of flag smashers, Sharon, you've you realized that Sharon's the power broker. She paid Batroc, Batroc, the Lieber French guy uh, mm-hmm. to spy on Carly. And then they come to a, uh, standoff and Carly shoots Sharon. Sharon shoots the Leaper who is trying to blackmail her. 
Mm-hmm. And then Sam shows up, I think. And then he and Carly start fighting and she is trying to hit it, kill him and hit him. And she, he's trying to placate her, but she's just too angry to be reasoned with. Yeah. And then she's about to kill Sam and Sharon kills Carly. Right. And you also learn before Sam shows up that Carly and Sharon worked together at one point. Yes. But Carly was like, you just care about power and and that's not what we're about. We're like, we're trying to actually help people. Yep. And um, so just another like layer to, or another piece to kind of show that maybe Sharon is not really going to be a good person, good guy, a good guy, quote unquote. Yeah. And, and she's rest. obviously jaded by how she was treated Yeah. by the U.S. government after Civil War, the events yeah. of Captain America 3. So, Which, um, which is understandable. Is understandable. <laughs> Again, so, military, military yeah. industrial complex. So yeah. So um, and Sam is trying to get Carly to stop fighting, but like you said, she was she was too angry to to stop. But then, after Sharon shoots her, she she shoots her like three times. <laughs> yeah, she shoots her, and I guess she kind of has to because Carly has the super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. But Carly. Carly says, I'm sorry to Sam. And that was just so upsetting to me because I was just like, man, Carly really had like, and I know we talked about this before. She really had good intentions. Like she really wanted to help people. And it it made me sad that she wasn't going to have like a redemptive arc. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's not a a possible, I mean, I guess it's possibility because no one in the MCU necessarily stays dead, but I feel like this is, pretty final i feel like she'll be dead yeah dead, i feel like dead. she'll be dead dead so then after that you get sam's big reveal to the world as captain america yeah. and just crushes crushes it in the limelight he knows that he's gonna have to be on camera and he just what do you think about that speech he gave i thought it was great honestly i i was as i was watching i was like this I, I know this is a f- these are fictional events in a, a fictional TV show, but I was like these are these are things that like need to be said to to our own politicians, regardless of the party line. Like I don't even care about the party line. It it those things need to be said to the people who are in any form of leadership. You can't make decisions. I personally think you can't make decisions about groups of people if those groups of people aren't represented so like how can how can you really help people if you're not actually asking them how to help them um and and he calls out one of the the representatives and is like you control the banks help these people like what you can do that you can you, you can feed a million people with a phone call yeah like and maybe that's, I don't know. I, I, th- I think that that those are those are things we could do now to to help people, especially given. I mean, we didn't lose half of the population, but this past year has really been trying for so many people across the world, and mm-hmm. s- these people could be helped, but so many people have refused to help them that yep. could. You know, so I I felt like it was 
really timely. And I know that they had to like rewrite some of the storyline in this because I think that at one point it was supposed to be more of a like a viral like there was supposed to be a virus that they were having to deal with at the same time. Really? Yeah, they rewrote that like in February, I think, of last year. So Damn. the the coronavirus had had hit hard, like hit China really hard, but hadn't hit the U.S. quite yet, and so they had to rewrite that. Okay, got it. Um, Did not know that. Yeah, so they that was something that I remember seeing. Um, and I, I looked it up because my mom asked me about that. She was like, was that true? And I looked it up and it was. So, so yeah. Um, and Sam, I, you know, Sam like embodies this, it, like already he is stepping up to the plate in a big way that like Steve didn't mm-hmm. by like, you know, a Marvel slash superhero trope is, Actually, I would say just a Marvel trope. It's like you have a villain who cares about a problem, but he's Mm -hmm. violent. And so then the bad guy stops him, but then he doesn't do anything to actually solve the problem that the villain had addressed. But Like in Black Panther. T'Challa addresses that at the end. He he addresses it. Yeah. And Sam is doing that. And like, not that Steve never did that, but it was always kind of internal. Like there were internal politics that he was dealing with and being faced or in facing. Mm -hmm. But sam just like right there he's like hey i'm gonna like put all you politicians on trial right now because he's that you know collective uh that symbol that collective symbol of democracy of of the people demanding that yeah our government has to do better our government will do better and my free speech is going to be used to that effect and right great great example of that because sam sam knows how how people who are hardworking, who have tried you know tried to go about the um you know tried to do it the right way by going through the bank and trying to get loans and all that stuff like he knows what it's like to be denied he knows that other people have experienced worse and he's he's a, a freaking avenger and still can't get a, bank, a, a loan from the bank right like we talked about that at the beginning um and he knows like people are suffering people mm-hmm. are are really struggling and, and not to say that steve didn't understand that but he also was gone for so long he woke up when he came back he woke up in a completely different like millennium essentially and and so he he was i'm i'm sure was experiencing almost kind of like a a form of vertigo trying to like readjust to this new time he was living in that he and he he had to be what the u.s government wanted him to be and he was probably and he like you said he had that internal conflict of trying to figure out what he wanted which we see in in civil war um but Sam, right out the gates, was like, uh, first night as Captain America, I'm going to tell you guys how it is. Yep. And I'm going to call you out on your crap, which is good. And I think that that needs to happen, like that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that the G- GRC decided to not go through with their plans and, and reevaluate what they were going to actually do. Um, yeah. 
So it's good stuff. It was good stuff. It was um, really, really cool to hear. And then, yeah. so then what happens in the aftermath? U.S. agent is unveiled with the black mm-hmm. costume, which is pretty cool. Um, it was a cool costume. I really liked it. Yeah. And Wyatt Russell was like, all like, hey, yeah, sorry, Val. Uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, and yeah, Wyatt Russell, he's, he was really, he's really good at John, as John Walker. I really like him. Very glad that they, I mean, him and Julia Louis-Dreyfus being added to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, big things to come from those performers. I really like them. Isaiah Bradley's taken by Sam. Isaiah Bradley and his grandson. Who grandson. In the comics becomes a young Avenger later are taken to a memorial that Sam obviously like pulled some strings to get included at the uh some museum like uh the, yeah captain america yeah. exhibit i guess at the smithsonian i don't honestly know where that's supposed to be at memorializing to the public like this these super soldiers who are african-american um and specifically isaiah bradley um yeah. so it's a symbol of respect and you know this series is all about that. Mm-hmm. And then. Which really meant something to, to Isaiah Bradley. Like mm-hmm. you could tell, like he, he was, he was getting emotional saying that. Um, yep. yeah. He was finally his, the, 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 the stuff he went through, the torment he went through was mm-hmm. not being, I don't, I don't know. Like it was, finally like people were going to know about it yeah yeah um yeah and then bucky bucky goes and talks to his his uh friend mm-hmm. whose son he killed right yeah yeah he yeah. killed his son as the winter soldier on one of those um because his son was a witness his son was not a target he was just a witness and you know, something that Sam said to him is like, you've been avenging. You haven't been, um, what was the word? Like making amends or. Yeah. You haven't been making amends. You've been avenging. And, and so he goes and actually genuinely makes amends. And uh, you see him tell, tell that his, his friend, like, Hey, your son, was murdered by the winter soldier and, and i was the winter soldier yeah and he leaves and he leaves like you see the the shot of his therapist's office and it has the book in it there's a bag like a gift bag and there's his book in it which i think is his way of saying i have i've completed this i i don't feel um feel guilty i i imagine he was probably more shame like feeling more shame than guilt Mm -hmm. uh but that just might be the the therapist in me coming out nope i I will take your word for it (laughs) because well because there's a difference between guilt and shame yeah um you know guilt is i feel i feel bad for something i did shame is i'm bad just period i'm bad and so i feel like it's clear that buggy is like i'm bad dealt with that yeah yeah that's yeah so uh i i think he just he felt shame 
throughout this whole thing this whole mm-hmm. time we've we've known him really as post or like since we meet him in winter soldier and through on uh his character arc so uh but yeah he he finally made amends and i think that that was really cool to see that for him yeah and then the c the episode ends with bucky showing up with a cake and hanging out with sam's friends and mm-hmm. probably trying to uh win over sarah because he's like yeah. flirting with her in episode five and getting a lot of weird looks from uh sam <laughs> which is funny and then yeah. uh there i liked all the kids hanging on his arm yeah really cool that was really cool um and sarah sarah's right there like laughing at him Mm -hmm. in that scene which was which was great i hope something comes of that for them and then when Uh, the when the closes the title comes up and it's not the falcon and the winter soldier it's captain america captain america and the winter soldier also i love when during the big fight scene when one guy one onlooker's like hell yeah that's black falcon guy's like no that's captain america <laughs> yeah yeah he goes it's black falcon and i was like oh man that's hilarious i'm glad, really I'm glad that came up again off. it was really funny um it was it was a funny moment and such a serious moment but um yeah that was really funny <laughs> um we see we so yeah that basically ends it but there is the scene where that we see the flag smashers the rest of the flag smashers get loaded up in a truck and they're going to be taken killed. to craft and then kilt and you see you see this old man with like a trigger and we were like i forgot who that guy was i was like who the heck is this dude where is this dude been and then they show zemo and i was like oh it's zemo's dude it's his- oh okay i was like i don't know who that guy is. yeah it was his uh i don't want to say butler but like basically his butler his alfred if you will his, his uh yeah yeah um yeah, that's who that guy was. Because I was like, "Where did this? Who's whose old man is this?" That's why Zemo like lays back. He's like, oh, "Yes, yes, yeah, yes." Because he was like, "Good, no one with super soldier serum yeah. except for Walker is alive." Are we missing Black anything else from like? I think that I think that was the in credit scene that shows we've, we've talked about it yeah. already. I mean, Carter. She's gonna. She's broken bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's real. She probably needs to go to therapy too but not a lot of people you have your work cut out for you yeah not not u.s government sanctioned therapy just just go to therapy we need to rebrand all our mcu uh episodes it's like uh something to do with uh therapy could have been could have been resolved in therapy yep uh what's gonna be next loki loki goes to loki loki goes to therapy loki needs to go to therapy honestly would be yeah he needs a friend Loki needs a friend. Uh, Riff on Conan O'Brien. Let's talk about some MCU news. Um, yeah, let's do it. Olivia, what did you think about the Shang-Chi trailer? Or sorry, apparently it's pronounced Shang-Chi. It looks amazing. Looks I'm dope. I'm very excited about it. It it really looks like those old, old school, like, kung fu movies. And mm. I hope it is. There, um, I told you and Eric this um, as soon as the I saw the trailer. At the end, when you have the bus crash, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. like, the brakes get blown out or something, and um, Shang-Chi is fighting people on the on the bus, and then he turns and he, like, adjusts his, his jacket really quickly. Is mm-hmm. huge Jackie Chan energy. 
specifically yes. from Police Story. Yeah. Um, because there's an amazing bus scene at the beginning of Police Story. Um, if you're listening to this and you have never seen that movie, go watch it because it's some of the best, like, Is it practical. No, I, yeah, I, I bought you it. You have to rent um, it? Yeah. Or buy it? Yeah, you can, you can rent it for just a couple bucks, but it's one of my favorite movies and it's some of the best stunts and some of the best practical effects in any movie, I would say. Uh, big Jackie Chan energy. So you get Aquafina, you get Tony uh, Lung, who's going to be the Mandarin, who is Shang-Chi's father. A lot of exciting Dude, things. Yeah, Eric, Eric described him as the Robert De Niro of Hong Kong, which yes. I thought was a great great comparison um yeah i'm excited oh there's another dude in there who was also in crazy rich asians that was he was really funny in that movie i can't remember what his name was let me look it up but all in all the cast is really great and i I am really excited about it who was it uh ronnie ronnie ching chang i haven't seen crazy rich asians I really liked it. Yeah, it's it's been on the list for a long time. I just yeah, to, it's really good. Um, Dustin Daniel Creighton, Creighton. Yep. He's directing it. He directed Short Term Twelve and Just Mercy, The Glass Castle. Um, He's also which... directing one of like so. Michael Mann is filming a mini series called. Mm-hmm. Tokyo Vice. Tokyo Vice, yes. And she, yeah, and he's doing an episode of that too. Nice yeah um yeah he those all those movies have um people who would later go on to be in the mcu brie larson michael b jordan mm-hmm. so jamie fox question mark gonna be in spider-man yeah probably who knows probably who's to say but um yeah. also in marvel news sony and marvel reached or and disney reached an agreement in 2022, all of the Spider-Man properties will stream on Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. they bought some of the rights for that, which is probably or definitely a sign that their cooperation is going to continue. Yeah. And, you know, use those characters and I guess Morbius is going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, so that's Can't a big. Uh, Loki is coming June 11th. Which looks fun. We're gonna cover yes. it. That'll be yes. that'll be a lot of fun. Um, uh, we're gonna go see Black Widow on July 9th? July 9th, yeah. July so 9th. that will be they're finally they finally decided that they were gonna do a theatrical release and then do a Disney Plus premiere release as well, which means you'll have to pay like $20, $30, I think. I can't remember mm-hmm. how much it is. Um, thirty dollars, I think. Yeah, probably thirty. To watch it. Um, so at home. Uh, so there's that option as well, which they should have done a year ago, but whatever. Yeah. They didn't ask me, um, <laughs> which is rude of them, I think. And the, so we get that. The Eternals release date is still slated for November 5th. It'll probably actually come out in theaters then. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, what else, what else Olivia Coleman and yes, Clark. Yes have been confirmed to be in Secret Evasion, which is going to be a show on Disney Plus with Samuel L. Jackson. Who else? Someone else is in that too. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is yes. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. scroll guy. I can't remember he's, his name. I can't remember his name either, but he's the scroll that we see in Captain Marvel and in the in-credit scene of 
Spider-Man Far From Home. So love Ben Mendelsohn, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's great. I love him too. Is that all the MCU news? That's all that I can think of off the top of my head that has happened recently. I wish Loki was coming out sooner. Yep, seven weeks. It'll fly by. That'll give us a little breather, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We can find something else to talk about for a flyover episode. I do think I think that we should rebrand all our MCU to uh, Blank Goes to Therapy. Blank Goes to Therapy, or should go yeah. to therapy. Yeah, I think that'd be a fun way to structure, structure all our MCU episodes so we can put yeah. it to the people and see what they think. Yeah, to the people, let us know if that's funny or not. Yes. Um, Olivia, any final thoughts? No, I think I'm, I'm good. Uh, overall, what did you, did you like Falcon and Winter Soldier? I would give it a six out of 10. Okay. And it was re- it was redeemed by the final three episodes or the second half, I guess you could say. Okay. I'm extremely yeah. excited. I love Anthony Mackie. I like Sebastian Stan's character as the Winter Soldier more mm-hmm. after this series. And yeah, me too. two of them are great. I am a big fan of Wyatt Russell and his performance. And I didn't expect to be won over by the performances, but it kind of made it for me, uh, specifically Wyatt Russell and... Um, white russell and julia louis dreyfus so super excited yeah yeah i'm super excited i can't wait to see what they do with those characters so yeah so yeah nice all right thank you for listening please remember to rate review subscribe and let us know if you would like us to rebrand our mc <laughs> to uh, uh blank goes to therapy which will i guess will be loki next um, loki goes to therapy yeah, yeah. so yeah you would be a better therapist than Dr. Rayner. I just want to just want to say. I don't have I mean not to say that she's technically more qualified than I am because when she's probably been practicing longer than I have, but she also is a doctor and I'm not. So Yeah, but you're a master. I'm a master. That's right. Yeah. Don't you forget it. Never. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thanks we, for listening everyone. We will see you guys later.